Next on BYU Sports Nation, celebrity fan match. Every team needs a super celebrity fan. Who's the A-lister you want courtside for BYU? Baseball take home, takes home a bunch of West Coast Conference hardware. Did Mike Littlewood do the best coaching job of all the Cougar coaches this season? And he might be the fastest guest we've ever had on our show. BYU football commit and aspiring dual sports star Luke Andrada joins us. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B... Here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wednesday, May 22nd, wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who I think gets fouled more on a basketball court than James Harden. His name is Jerem Jordan. Oh, there's no way that's true. Although, there's a guy that I play pickup with. Okay, two different groups. By the way, you came yesterday I did. and got buckets. It was awesome. We had a great time. It was so fun playing with you. I think we played uh, pickup basketball like two or three times. Yeah. It's a, it's a rare occasion. Yeah. Let's, hopefully it happens yeah. more. It was so fun. So I play with two different groups, right? Tuesday, Thursday, and then the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Although I think I'm taking off Wednesday because I'm old and my knee hurts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm mm-hmm. getting old. Mm-hmm. There's a guy this morning who fouled on a fast break. Like, there was an odd man rush, hockey style, if you will. In pickup basketball? Two, and, but he grabs the guy at half court so that he's the, the fouls don't count. You can't do that. Also, a charge was called this morning. In pickup basketball. I said, wait a minute. We're breaking the unwritten rules of pickup basketball. What do we? So then the whole time I was like, nope, that's a charge. Just because I was so annoyed. You can't call a charge and pick up. This isn't Duke. There's no flopping. Stop it. I said, hey, he was in the, he was in the charge circle. And someone goes, there is no charge circle. I said, there's also no referees. <laughs> Come on. The purists of pickup basketball. I think that was a charge. <laughs> yeah. It's going this way. Uh, Stop it. No. Stop it. Maybe you were playing no with one, one of the WCC refs. Who Perhaps. knows? No one was slapping the floor. Come Holy on. Cow. Come on. Yes, there are unwritten rules. There <laughs> yes, are no there are. charges in pickup basketball. No charges. You don't, that's like committing a foul in the NBA All-Star game rather than letting the fans see like a fast break right. alley-oop windmill dunk. Outside of the fourth quarter. Outside of the fourth quarter. Do you remember in the fourth quarter one time Kobe Bryant like – Broke someone's nose or something? Slap it. Like, in the fourth quarter, you turn it on. Yeah. Right? Now, I will say this. If it's game point and it's an intense game, sure. yes. then you can foul somebody and be like, no, 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 you're not getting the game-winning point yeah. that way. But yeah. if it's like two to one early on. Seven to five going to 11. It. Who cares? Yes. Come on. These things you need to know. I know this person doesn't watch the show. That's why I'm calling him out. <laughs> you also need to know about today's show lineup. We mentioned his speed off the top of the program. Luke Andrada is going to join us out of Pueblo, Colorado. Oh, the dude just wins races. 100 meter, 200 meter, 4 by one 4 by 2 all-state championships. He's very fast. Fastest time in the 200 in Colorado State history. All classifications he that's, just pulled that's off. That's a big deal. He's on the program. BYU football has national championship odds, my friends. We've reached that point of the year. Oh! Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Vince Stroud, if you're interested in BYU summer camps, speaking of pickup basketball, or any type of ball, big deal. Vince Stroud is the guy that organizes all of that, and it is an incredible effort. He'll join us on the program as well. Now we present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Let's give out some awards to BYU baseball. They take home several key West Coast Conference annual honors. Very nice. Brock Hale. Wins player of the year. Somebody draft him, please. Do it! 
Mike Littlewood, his coach, wins WCC Coach of the Year. Now, Hale hit 340 with 11 home runs, two grand slams, 44 runs batted in, becoming the first conference player of the year BYU since 2005. Who's 05? Sean McNaughton? Maybe. Perhaps. I can't remember who it was. No, ben Saylor was an American around that well, time. Yeah, maybe Ben Saylor. Yeah. Coach Mike Littlewood takes home the first Coach of the Year award for BYU baseball since 2001. How about that? And uh, that's the, what, third to last time, I guess, that BYU went to the NCAA tournament. Now, keep in mind, BYU was picked to finish sixth in the conference like they were two years ago when they also went to the NCAA tournament. How about that? And won the conference. How about Mm -hmm. that? Brock Hale was also named to the All-West Coast Conference first team along with shortstop Jackson Clough. Outfielder Mitch McIntyre and pitcher Easton Walker were named to the second team. Catcher Noah Hill and infielder Brian Sue honorably mentioned. When those two are the honorable mention, you know your uh, conference is pretty good. <laughs> pitcher Reed McLaughlin also named to the All-West Coast Conference freshman team. It's good to be good, Jerem. It is good to be good, mm-hmm. right? Brandon Davies, also pretty good. Scored 16 points, grabbed 9 rebounds, and a 20-point Zalgiris win over at Leah Cabellas in Game 1 of the Lithuanian Semifinals. Davies recently earned all EuroLeague first-team honors. We also learned that he is reportedly signing a deal with Real Madrid to play with the EuroLeague power starting next year. Game two of this Lithuanian semifinal takes place tomorrow. And former Cougar Jordan Leslie tweeted he will be joining Hamilton. The Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League. Oh, Mark Pope was really excited. What? Leslie previously played for the Salt Lake Stallions before the discontinuation of the AF. Yeah, good luck to Jordan. I'm happy to see him still playing football. Absolutely. A little, little ESPN Plus this summer. Let's go. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Jeremy, in a recent article from The Athletic, they discussed USC scheduling, and mm-hmm. specifically BYU came up in that as to how BYU ends up on a schedule late in the year for the likes of USC and or Stanford. Which is happening several times. And Notre Dame will play either Stanford or USC in November every year. Those two alternate when they play against the Fighting Irish. Now, in the off years, one of those teams needs a late November game because of the Pac-12 pushing them, a non-conference game, and BYU as an independent is available. So there you have Stanford and USC and how they show up on the BYU schedules late in the year. So my question for you is, is a Stanford and or USC game one that you would like to see on the BYU football schedule every year? Yes. Yes is my answer. But if you get to five power fives plus, no. I love the idea of November, though, because when does BYU have to play? Mostly in September as they are this year. In fact, BYU doesn't play a Power 5 game outside of August, September this season. So, yes, if it's November. But I think that once BYU gets to 5-plus Power 5s, I think you eliminate your odds uh, almost entirely of winning 10 or more games. And to me, that's the point. You want to finish ranked. You want to have a season where you're relevant in terms of finishing in the top 25. I think 3 or 4 is probably the magic number in terms of Power 5s. BYU's won 40% historically. Um, in fact, in the AP poll, BYU is yet to be ranked in October in independence. BYU has, has some strong starts, a couple of years, have yet to, oh, I, I guess 2014, they have yes. the one week. One week okay, in October. Okay, so one whole week in the 
eight years of independence. That is not good enough. Basically, BYU flames out. They go 3-1, number 20 last year. Nothing after that, right? So to me, it's yes, but not at the cost of the whole season. Okay, The last season BYU finished, ranked in the top 25, by the way, 2009. So you have a senior Max Hall, Dennis Pitta, junior Harvey Unga. They played three Power Fives that year, uh, two non-con, one in the bowl game, four ranked teams, and that team could handle it. Yeah, I want BYU to play USC or Stanford every year. But That'd be awesome. I'd rather them, if they're going to have to get rid of a Power 5 game, get rid of somebody else. Because I want to see a name like USC and Stanford oh. on the schedule every year. Amen. And I, and I don't think BYU will ever get rid of any. I'm saying scheduling philosophy moving forward. I understand that you can't control what you've already booked. But moving forward, I, is it about winning or is it about scheduling? I, I hit that note a lot. But these two teams... Regionally, geographically, traditionally, fantastic matchups. You look at the 2020 schedule, there are some compelling games in November, notably Stanford yeah. to close out the season. That's, it was fun last year to have Utah sitting there. I, I like the idea of a quality Power 5 opponent at the end. That's, it's good. This year, BYU looks forward to San Diego State. So, Which I think is a good, fun, compelling game. Good game. Not as good as USC or Stanford. You go to California, you hope that uh, you know it's good or better weather than you would see, say, a home game in Provo. And obviously, USC and Stanford, they, they could be ranked in that game at any point, right? Those are two quality programs. SC down for the moment. Stanford always seems to be pretty good or great. What yeah. I do like about these Power 5 heavy schedules is the fact that BYU in an independent state gets to kind of play like a bowl game every week. It, it's fun. And That's one way to look at it. Sure. So it's, yes, it, it takes away from being ranked and winning 10, win, or winning 10 games because the schedule is harder than it used to be. Yeah. But I guess the silver lining is it's kind of like a bowl game every week. And BYU's playing a bunch of teams they otherwise would not play, a la Tennessee, yeah. in week number two. No, I feel you. I, just, I like gold more than silver. <laughs> the gold, well, lining, the gold, lining, is the being gold lining would be winning 10 plus And I understand games, that, right? too. Yeah, I understand yeah. that, too. People ask me all the time, which side of the debate are you on? Is the schedule too hard, or do you like the schedule? And I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. Like, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I like being ranked. I like BYU to win 10 games, which they've done a lot historically, but I also like BYU to play a bunch of compelling games week to oh, week. Uh, trust me, if if we're going to publicly acknowledge that we're not really going for 10-plus wins and ranked, then I'm like, yeah, just load it up. But then you risk not going to a bowl game. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm it's somewhere tough. in the middle. It's tough. it's tough. On to topic two. Mike Littlewood took home Coach of the Year in the West Coast Conference yesterday. Well-deserved after the Cougars won the league outright, improved by 14 wins this season overall. <laughs> 14, wow. But which coach on campus is the BYU Coach of the Year? You just gave me my argument, Jerem. BYU baseball, the turnaround they had from one year to the next makes me think that Mike Littlewood deserves the Coach of the Year honors. And BYU has a good problem, athletic department-wide. Heather Olmstead. So many incredible. good coaches. Incredible. So many good coaches. Ed Eyestone, incredible. Guard Young, BYU Women's Gymnastics, awesome. Like, all of these coaches consistently excel, especially in the Olympic sports. It's crazy. Gordon Eakin, BYU softball, wins a conference title every year. We shouldn't take it for granted, but we do. The turnaround that Mike Littlewood had after being picked to finish sixth in the conference. Oh, the disrespect! To take BYU to number one. And not only that, BYU's first outright West Coast Conference championship since joining 
They don't have to and, share it with anybody. And since 89. They're the number one 89. seed since 1989. Well, there were divisions, and what, but still, that's huge. BYU's done something that nobody outside of that clubhouse expected them to do. Who expected BYU to win the conference? I don't even conference? know that they did, dude. Uh, crazy, right? Yeah. They won 22 games last year. Now they've won 36, and they're the one seed going into the... I mean, they have a shot at 40 wins, Jerem. Yeah, 40 is they a huge number. They have a shot number. at 40 yeah. wins this year. It's Mike Littlewood for me. Yeah, and that'd be the first time since 1743, I think. So, <laughs> to me, there yes, there are lots of options. I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I'll present a different one. Ed Eyestone. Okay? Oh, wow. Two yeah. top six teams. He is the head coach of cross country. The men's team finished second. And he's the coach of track and field. They're currently ranked sixth. Yeah. That is fantastic. He doesn't have just one team. He has... Two teams, and you could argue he has four teams because he has the women's teams as well. Now let's throw in Dilji Taylor as well. Yes, and she's the assistant coach, and he has great assistant coach. A good head coach has good assistant yes, coaches, right? Yes, um, You're exactly right. There have been some great um, things here. A former assistant coach here at BYU who is now elsewhere once told me, we overachieve in almost every sport here. And I said, explain. He said, well, you are, you are who you have on the team, the players. And – do we have consistent top 25 recruiting classes in, in very many sports? No. The only one I would argue that BYU does right now is women's volleyball. Yes. So BYU is a top 10 program, right? So they are kind of in that correct ratio. What BYU has is student-athletes who come in. They work extremely hard. They're disciplined. There's good coaching. There's good facilities. All of those mean that BYU overachieves because BYU is better than yeah. uh, the recruiting ranking then the preseason polls, then even the facilities, right? And they're using the good coaching, and they're using who they are to leverage themselves in a better way. So for all the BYU student-athletes, they are doing great things. They, these are top 10 recruiting classes, yet there are top 10 teams on campus. Now what's crazy is we haven't even mentioned the likes of Jen Rockwood, who did something similar to Mike Littlewood, had a really down year, comes yes. back, wins the conference championship, gets back to the NCAA tournament. Jeff Judkins just took BYU women's basketball yes. to the second round of yes. the NCAA tourney as a seven seed. There are some good coaches, and you can see it. Like, you look across the board and you go, you know what? That's a good coach. That's a good. There's not too many sports on campus where you go, is that coach good? BYU has great coaches here. So that's credit to uh, Tom Homo and everybody for hiring the right people to coach these teams, right? And some teams have a down year, men's volleyball. Sean Olmstead's one of the winningest coaches in men's volleyball history. Heather Olmstead, I think, is the winningest coach right now. <laughs> Crazy In numbers. women's volleyball history, right? Crazy numbers. Um, yeah, wild, wild. So, yeah, I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I go with that. Ice. Yeah, we're leaving somebody off, but where is BYU in the uh, overall standings in that Learfield Directors' Cup? Because I think they've got to be higher than maybe of, they've ever been. Out of winter, they were the highest non-Power Crazy. 5, which is kind of what you're going for is, hey, best of the rest right here. It's good to be good. Yes, it is. On to topic three. I thought about this last night. Drake sitting courtside once again as the Toronto Raptors tie the Eastern Conference <laughs> Giving Finals. Giving Nurse like a, a yes, shoulder rub. Yes, like two games like to you, two. Get away. Get out of here. Drake is the ultimate A-list celebrity super fan for the North, the Toronto Raptors. And I'm thinking, who would BYU's Drake be? Like if we had our pick like a bad luck of a celebrity <laughs> super fan until this year, right? <laughs> A celebrity super fan to Love sit courtside or to sit 50-yard line on the front row at all the football games. Who would we want? Jeremy, who do you want to be the BYU Drake super celebrity fan? Isn't it already Ryan Smith, the <laughs> Qualtrics billionaire? He's right there. 
Yeah. Right? Okay. Pump some money into this program. We're really grateful for All Ryan right. Smith. Yeah. It could be Donny Osmond. I agree. Right? It could be Donny Osmond. Donny's been to some games. I know he went to a volleyball match recently. Um, and, like, if he was at, he, if he was courtside, granted, there's no fans on the same side as the teams. It'd be fun if we mix that up. I wish it was David Archuleta, ah, who went here. Okay. But as we found out on our trip uh, last week, he lives in Nashville. Yes, he does. Yeah. Hey, thanks for not showing up to the Nashville Fan Fest, David. We're looking for somebody. <laughs> Could have been you. Maybe the invite was a little bit too late. For him, you got to invite, invite him like six months in advance. Yeah, we got to book him out. Yeah, we just say, hey, homecoming spectacular. I would like it to be Donny Osmond. Can you imagine Donny awesome. Osmond at most home games sitting courtside with his family or Marie shows up? I mean, we're talking about one of the all-time icons. Marie's in- got like a weight loss supplement. She's like, take this Pop music. for success. <laughs> they have a Don- Las Vegas show, a number one Las Vegas show. They're playing Power Love. Everyone's like pumping their fist. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Donnie just breaks out and is like, let's get down to business yeah. to defeat the Gales. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you know, on second thought, maybe not. <laughs> just kidding. Do we need a more... Uh, Donnie's still going. You're right, in Vegas. Yeah. Do, we, do we need other more modern options? Do we need, like, Lindsay Sterling courtside? Although she doesn't have a BYU connect. No, did she go to BYU? I can't remember. Yeah, I she, think went, so. she went to yeah, BYU. Yeah, she went to BYU. Went to BYU. Yeah. By the way, the Daily Herald put out a top 25 most famous alums, whatever, from BYU. We weren't even honorably mentioned on that list. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm gonna be- <sighs> I thought we'd make the top 200. Uh, we maybe. have an IMDB page. And they're like 90 <laughs> reviews. What about Aaron Eckhart? We do not. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know that he's like the BYU guy right now. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? He went here. Maybe we love him. Maybe it's Terrell Owens. <laughs> Terrell Owens. Because <laughs> he wears a shirt <laughs> yeah, twice. Something like that. Yeah. On our Snoop Dog. Yes. But, okay. Can you imagine Snoop at every home BYU game? No, that I can't. That would be amazing. Now, the thing there is he, he took a picture with some sister missionaries yes. one time. Yes. And so it's like, oh, he's like our boy. I'm not sure that that's going to work out. But um, one thing I know is that BYU may already have its own Drake oh. in terms of the rapping part. If you watched the show yesterday uh, or listened. Okay. Uh, your boy Mark Pope rapping. Just in the hopes that Lin-Manuel, that you're watching. I'm going to get a scholarship to King's College. I probably shouldn't brag, but dad got amazed and astonished. The problem is I got a lot of brains, but no polish. I got to holler just to be heard with every word. I drop knowledge. I'm a diamond in the rough. A shiny piece of coal. Everybody. Okay. (laughs) Okay, It was great out of the gate. A little bit of a sputter at the end. He's like, well, how far should I go with this? You know, it's it's getting awkward. No, that was good. Maybe Mark is the quote unquote celebrity sitting courtside every game. At his own games? He's that coach. It's kind of weird, but okay. Our question of the day, continuing along these lines, who do you want to be the BYU Drake, the celebrity superfan at BYU? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Jake Carcamp, absolutely no one. All right, Eeyore. BYU doesn't need any more curses. As much as I love him, Max Hall's curse has been more than I can bear. We're assuming that there will be a, a similar curse to Drake. The Raptors have just tied the Eastern Conference semifinals, or finals rather, two games to two. Yeah. It's pretty good. Jake, I don't want to pin the uh, tail on the donkey here on Eeyore, but uh, that's our opening uh, response. Come on, come on, Re- man. Really? Come on. Come on. Let's, uh, listen. Are you the guy in pickup that's calling charges? I'm, I'm saying let's have a little more positivity. 
I'm saying that. Are you fouling at half court when it's five to four in a pickup game? Jake, we believe in you. Come on. Yes. Coming up, how much of a long shot is BYU football to win the national championship? With the blue goggles on, not much of one. But first, he might be the fastest player to step a foot rather on a BYU football field. Luke Andrada. What he's pulled off, and he makes his show debut next. This is BYU Sports Nation. That's Rod Wilkerson, bro. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The top seed in West Coast Conference regular season champion BYU baseball team led by player of the year Brock Hale opens West Coast Conference tournament play against LMU and West Coast Conference pitcher of the year Cody Paiva tomorrow, 8 Eastern, excuse me, 6 Eastern on BYU Radio. Get it done, boys. Live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Let's introduce our first guest with our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Luke Andrada, BYU football commit out of Pueblo, Colorado, finished first in all 27 100 and 200 meter events he participated in this year. That's unbelievable. Literally perfect. 27 and 0 in the 100 and 200. And now Luke State champion track star in Colorado, BYU football signee, joins us on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline. Luke, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me on. Uh, you must be good because you've won all 27 of your races in the 100 and 200. <laughs> Four-time state champ uh, in the most recent meet. You just set a Colorado State high school record in all classifications with a 21.2 in the 200. Uh, what's going on in your mind right now, man, after uh, performing at such a high level? I mean, honestly, I'm just, I'm just grateful I was able to go out there and compete. Really, that was all, and uh, it was, it was a really perfect weekend to cap off a great senior year, you know. So, I'm just happy with the way it ended, and uh, I think it was the right way. It was the right way to end my senior year for sure. Heck it yes, great, it, heck yes, it was. Meet. You won all of them, man. That was awesome. Were any of them close? <laughs> I mean, the four by one was a lot closer than I thought it should have been, you know, but. uh as far as my individual races, I, I handle business pretty well. You know, someone was pretty close to me in the hundred, but other than that, I, I thought I. Uh, when was the last time? Everyone pretty nice. Yeah, when was the last time you actually lost a race? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the last time I actually lost was at state last year, the state meet last year in the two hundred meter. That was my last loss I took. Did that guy graduate, or did you beat him? No, he's actually a great younger than me, but uh, yeah, I, I bounced back and beat him this okay. year. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. And now you're out, and he can win next year. So, yeah, there you go. Um, obviously, you've got a ton of speed, and BYU recruited you as an athlete. Um, what position do you figure you're going to play? What have the coaches told you? I think I'm going to play, or at least start off playing, you know, receiver. Maybe they'll mix me in some other position group, but uh, I definitely think it'll start out with, like, a slot receiver. And you were a quarterback in high school, right? So this is a little bit of a uh, position change for you? Yeah, yeah, which I was uh, anticipating a little bit going into college level, you know, because I just always wanted to play big time. So, I mean, I was cool with the position change. Now, the nuances of wearing football pads certainly have an impact on your speed, but how much does it impact your speed when you get onto the field having to wear that extra gear? I would say they don't really hold me back much. You know, they're uh, they're just kind of restraining on the shoulders a little bit. So, I mean, if anything, it's just like your arm pump. You can't really get, you know, like track, I guess. But uh, other than that, I don't think they're too restricting of anything. What's your 40 time? 
Four three eight. Four three eight. Wow. That's awesome. Um, 95 touchdowns in high school combined passing rushing. Over 8,200 yards of uh, total offense. What kind of impact uh, do you think you could have with BYU this season? I think I could have a big impact, you know, hopefully soon. I mean, my speed is uh, really just what I pride myself in, and I know that uh, I could get behind a defender and, um, you know, just do what I could do. So, I mean, I think I could have a big impact for us. If not this year, then you know, hopefully next year, everything like that. But, uh, no, yeah, I'm excited. I'm just ready to get to work already. Luke Andrada, BYU football signee, future dual sport athlete at BYU, uh, is with us on BYU Sports Nation. Why was BYU the right fit for you, Luke? They were the right fit because uh, I've I've always had a goal of just playing, and playing football at a big-time level and, uh, you know, just extending my career in tracks as well. So, I mean, they gave me the opportunity to do both, and not only that, they encouraged me to do both. So, you know, I'd say that's just definitely stood out to me. And uh, this, the schedule of their opponents is just tough. So, you know, we'll be challenged right away. And that's always what I wanted to do in college is just be challenged with tough opponents and go out there and prove myself. Well, the first four weeks are exactly that. Uh, Utah at Tennessee, USC, Washington, and then there's some fun trips to uh, Boston and Orlando and uh, Ohio mixed in there. Uh, you're going to see the country. What, how do you feel about the uh, the whole schedule there? I feel great about it. Well, Those first five weeks are definitely going to be challenging, you know, uh, even Toledo the fifth week. So, I mean, it's just one of those things I think we'd be prepared for, always hitting the road and uh, definitely just enjoying the experiences as they come and go. But, I mean, ultimately just having fun with it, you know, because that's, that's really what it boils down to, just having fun with it, getting better as I go, and uh, learning from every single player, you know, that at BYU. You mentioned uh, you think you start out at receiver. Uh, what type of receiver are you? Are you a guy that's going to be the deep threat? Are you the uh, bubble screen guy? Or are you the jet sweep, give it to you guy? Is it all of them? Uh, what do you see? Yeah, I, I really think it's all of them. I mean, I've been working on my ball skills, you know, tracking balls in the air. And uh, because in quarterback, you know, I've never really had those ball skills. You know, I don't work on them too often. So, I mean, I've been really working on them this summer. And, uh, you know, every single every single thing like that during the off season. So, I mean, I think I get loose on a on a bubble screen or, or a jet sweep. So, yeah, whatever they, uh, whatever they put me on to do, I'll do it. Luke Andrada with us on BYU Sports Nation, headed to Provo, uh, I believe, uh, in the next few months. In fact, when is your uh, permanent move to Provo, Luke? Yeah, I, I have to report June 21st. All right, June 21st. So about, and, a, about a month. And true or false, yes, when sir. you step foot on campus, you will be the fastest player in BYU football training camp. I think that's true. I mean, from what I've heard, I think that's true. <laughs> Who uh, Who is your primary recruiter, and uh, when did they first contact you, and kind of what's the story of your recruitment? Yeah, so the first person to really get in touch with me was uh, Aaron Roderick, and he's the quarterback's coach. And, uh, you know, he said he likes what I could do, and he was going to see if he could, uh, you know, get the other staff on board and hopefully the head coach on board. And then Fessy Sataki pretty much took over everything from there. He was uh, in constant touch with me. He said he wanted to fly down and, you know, see me in a group workout, just make sure I have the uh, to catch a ball, you know, do all that simple stuff. And then pretty much that same that same night that he came down to visit me in Pueblo, he offered me, and then they flew me out that weekend on an official visit, and I committed right when I got back home from the official visit. 
Well, Luke, uh, I believe we met you on your official trip uh, after a BYU basketball game. It was nice to talk to you then. We're looking forward to seeing you back on campus. And uh, stoked you get to compete in not one but two sports, man. Yes, sir. Me too. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, high school graduation, is that tomorrow? No, we're going to graduate the 31st. Oh, the 31st. Yeah, okay. Well, on the 31st, good luck, man. You made, you made it. And then now the real journey yeah. begins in June. Yes, sir. Thank you. You got it. it. You got it. Luke Andrada on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Listen, that is an attribute that is harder to get to this school. BYU typically doesn't get athletes with that kind of speed. So I'm very excited about Luke Andrada. Now, how does BYU use him will be the question, and how soon can they use him in this offense? I'm very excited to see how you use him. 4-3-8-40. We'll take that. Runs a 10-4-100 meter. <laughs> oh, just and, – and here's the thing. This is, a, this is a good football player. Like I mentioned, his 8,200 yards of total – you don't do that by accident. Kind of cool was a quarterback in high school, by the way. Ended up being a great safety. This is a thing that BYU's done many times before. Chase Hansen up at Utah, right? Quarterback turns out to be a good football You know player. Gennaro Guilford's like, hmm, I could do some work uh, in the secondary yeah, with that speed. Right. Who knows, who knows where you put him, but he's going he's gonna to play. There will be, be some verbal battles over which position he yeah. plays. Starts as a receiver. Yeah. yeah. Coming up, 14,000 participants and counting. BYU Sports Camps Director Vince Stroud tells us how you can get your kids to a Cougar camp. BYU football to the national championship, Jerome? Uh, what? Put on the blue goggles. We find out the odds next. And yes, they do have actual odds. This is BYU Sports Nation. (laughs) We're moving on, BYU Sports Nation. Spreading the good news, including today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU baseball basically sweeping all of the prominent WCC awards. Brock Hale, player of the year. Mike Littlewood, coach of the year. Hale hit 340 with 11 home runs and 44 runs batted, and he's the first conference player of the year for BYU since 2005. It was Brandon Taylor, the oh, third baseman. Oh, Brandon Taylor, yes. Outstanding player. Coach Littlewood takes home the first Coach of the Year award for BYU baseball in 18 years. Got to go all the way back to 2001. And that was? Vance Law. Yes. Brock Hale was also named to the All-West Coast Conference first team, along with shortstop Jackson Clough. Outfielder Mitch McIntyre and pitcher Easton Walker were named to the second team. Pitcher Noah Hill and infielder Brian Sue honorably mentioned. Pitcher Reed McLaughlin also named to the all-freshman team. Brandon Davies reportedly going to play for Europower Real Madrid next year, but he's still doing work in Lithuania. Scored 16 points, had nine rebounds, and a 20-point Zalgiris win over Liet Cabelas in game one of the Lithuanian semifinals. Davies and his team, game two, takes place tomorrow. And former Cougar Jordan Leslie tweeted he will be joining the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League. Leslie previously played for the Salt Lake Stallions of the AF. Mm-hmm. All right, Jerem. We have finally reached a significant mark in our infamous countdown. It's No, it's famous. It's not infamous. Roll it out. The countdown to the youths. 99 days. Double digits. Yes. 99 days. Now it's getting real. Three months, essentially. Mm-hmm. Three months in a week. BYU. Three months in a week. Has still a three football months, game. Ah, still three months. <laughs> that's, why I'm, that's why I'm reading this during the uh, commercial. Athlon break. Sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the preseason magazines yep. are and uh, guess what? making appearances. Reading about Tennessee right here. Five and seven last yeah. year. What will the volunteers do this year? I eat this stuff up. Oh, it's the best. Oh. It ah. makes the summer go by a Look, little bit quicker. This random flip, I'm like, dude, Indiana, 
How many returning starters on offense? This is sweet. <laughs> Stevie Scott. Yeah, I don't, yeah. We're not even playing Indiana, and I love it. Oh, it, go. It's go. you need material to fill the long, dreary summer of no football. Yeah, ninety-nine I, yeah. days. And a shout out to a former great ninety-nine at BYU, Jason Buck. Played from 85 to 86, 24 sacks in his career, 140 tackles. Went on to have a seven-year NFL career with my Cincinnati Bengals and the Washington Redskins. Outland Trophy winner here. One of two, one no? Of two. Mohamed el was yeah. the other one. Yeah. Offensive lineman for uh, Ty Detmer in Not those bad. glory years. Very nice. Okay, Jerem, national championship odds on 99 days away from BYU-Utah. It's a real thing. And we're going to play Too High, Too Low, or Just Right, presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. According to Play Your Odds, BYU has a 500-to-1 chance to win the college football national championship this year. Is that too high, too low, or just right? It's too strong. You'd you'd send something off the desk. Was it the Lavelle Coaster? (laughs) I'm sorry, Coach. Hopefully not. Uh, I don't know. I'm just right. I have no 75 to one. There's no way BYU is winning the national. 500 title. to one oh, odds. Sorry. 500. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. BYU's not winning the national title. What? No. He's <laughs> not even coming out of uh first four games unscathed. Five. Let alone the whole season. One. Are you kidding? This ain't 84. Sorry, is Robbie Bosco <laughs> and the crew? No. What? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Now, I, just right. I have 500. I, it's all a wash once it's a hundred plus. Whatever. There are some other teams of note in the state, mm-hmm. notably a team to the north yep. that wears red that has seventy-five to one odds to win a national championship. Some people think they'll win the Pac-12 this year. They could. They could. Pressure. Pressure's on though. Now it's different. They normally play better as the uh, undervalued uh, team, right? And things. Also, odds out of Ogden, Jerem, Utah State, <laughs> five hundred to one odds Fine. joining Which BYU. Is the same. Yeah. Um, you know who's else? Five hundred Boise State, uh, San Diego State. By the way, five thousand to one. Do they, five thousand to one. Does Vegas think they stink? <laughs> what? Um, among BYU opponents, by the way, Tennessee three fifty. USC's a hundred. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you think? I I think it's fair. Five hundred. So, so just yeah. right. Yeah, it's just the fair. porridge is the right temperature. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, look. Have you seen BYU's schedule? Is BYU going to lose? I haven't. Who do they play? BYU to even be in the conversation. To oh. even be in the conversation. Would have to go 4-0. Would have to go 4-0 to start and probably go undefeated all season. Yeah. If, if no, they, no, no. If they, they lose can't. one game, like no. maybe if They'd BYU lost the second game but then rattled off 10 wins in a row and finished 11-1 and and were ranked if that in the loss top was five. By like three yes, to a good team. Exactly. Yes. Then maybe in the but conversation. Probably not. In but the conversation. The moment US UCF lost, it was like, oh, look at those posers. You know what I mean? No. It was in the bowl game, but anyway. <laughs> okay, second question. BYU will play three ranked teams at the time of the game okay. this season. Okay. Too high, too low, or just right? I think that's just right. Ooh, okay. Who? Um I think that okay, for one, Utah's gonna be ranked. Yes. Washington's gonna be ranked. Yes. And I think Boise State will be ranked. Probably. Like I think yeah. I think that's just right. Uh, I, if, I don't know who else. Maybe if, if USC started two and zero, I don't think they will though. Perhaps they could be ranked because they're USC. Yes, they have the name brand. Utah State could be ranked. 
Utah we, State would have to start seven and zero or whatever. Right? Six and one. Yeah. Six and one. Yeah. No, they, they got the cred from last year. They like if Jordan loves year. putting up four hundred yards passing a game and they have a dynamic offense, maybe they're like twenty three or twenty four. Possibly yeah. the best quarterback yeah. BYU faces. Ten and ten starting in a couple weeks. By the way. Yeah. Right now, I think it's I think it's just right. Do you, do you think it's going to be more than that? It's probably just right. Yeah. And All right. Yeah. Okay. Coming up, which former Cougar, current minor leaguer, hit a homer last night? Oh snap! And Vince Stroud, the director of all of those BYU sports camps over the summer, is going to make his show debut. Does he, how, how do you not go crazy trying to organize all of that? I'm, that's a legitimate question I have. Largest for him. primary in the world. This is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Sports Nation is on demand if you didn't know already. Watch it on BYUSN.com or the BYU TV app. Listen on BYU Radio app or where podcasts are found. Welcome back to the show with our question of the day. Who do you want to be the BYU Drake or celebrity super fan? Sit in courtside. We need some good answers here. Let's go. On Twitter at CL underscore living. Will Smith. What? As the genie in the lamp, he could grant my wish for another national championship. I'm a little scared of Will Smith as a genie, I'll be honest. (laughs) It looks a little hokey so far. I know it's coming out, what, tomorrow? Or is it out already? You ain't never had a friend like him. Well, Robin Robin Williams is... I know, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT of that role. Yeah, replace uh, Vince Scully as the playbook. No, don't do it. At Laser Sheep's on the same page as me. Snoop Dogg. He was holding the Book of Mormon that one time. Yeah, the one time. <laughs> what? what? Uh, somebody just tweeted in a Did picture of DJ Khaled. Yes. DJ Khaled? Khaled, yeah, Khaled, yes. What? I thought we were getting real answers here. Is this just La La Land now? BYU's going to win the national championship in every Dave, sport? From at uh, the Brian Robbins, Wilford Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still alive? <laughs> Okay. Did he die? Who's your super fan? I'm looking it up. Join the conversation 24-7 social media using the hashtag BYUSN. Oh, he's still alive. <laughs> he's I'm still... Wilfred Brimley for Quaker Oats. Do <laughs> oh, you have diabetes? <laughs> I would love to get Wilfred Brimley. Anyway, anyway. Uh, joining us now, second guest of the day. This one in studio, the director of BYU Sports Camps. A man he is who the eats busiest man over the summer. Yeah, clearly he's eating his Quaker oats. Vince Stroud. Vince, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm excited. You okay with the Wilfred Brimley suggestion? I, the, that would be awesome. Like the celebrity that sits courtside? Yeah. What about Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley would be hilarious. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be amazing. Hilarious. That'd be yes. amazing. Yes. Unrealistic, but amazing. Yes. Yeah. Unrealistic. Okay, <laughs> we understand that you have campers uh, representing four. 49 of the 50 states right now. Which, which state's not represented, and how do we get them on board? Vermont. Come need, on, Vermont. We need to get someone from Vermont. If you want to come, let me know. We'll get you in. But you've got Maine and Connecticut and yes. New Hampshire. We had three from Maine. I think I looked at it. Crazy. That's but, incredible. Yeah. That is incredible, too. I think 10 different countries represented. Yes, at least. Yes, there was more than that. But it's 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 very popular. I mean, BOE Sports Camps is... It's uh, it's one of the leaders in the nation. When you look at total numbers, the total number of camps, the revenue, all of that, um, the returners that come back, it's it's really off the charts. It's you know it's, it's a testament to BYU as a brand, yeah, athletics, but also just BYU and how people feel. What what else goes into the success of those camps other than the brand? 
Um, the coaches, the coaches and the players, yes. The, the success they have on the field, the tradition they have, definitely carries out, definitely shows in the numbers. And then as it's built up, like basketball, with the brand that they've built up, you know, they, they rarely see a dip right now, even when things seem to struggle a little bit. But, but as, as that builds up, soccer, you know, with what Jen Rockwood's done and, and those that have helped her, it's, it's been phenomenal what the success they have. So, so the coaches do that, and then uh, the, the student coaches, the student athletes, and also other counselors that we hire that are in the dorms with those youth, they, they do a magical job. It's, I mean, you remember being that age as a teenager, you'd be around someone that's in college. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And so they, they eat that up. They love it. So those, those are big keys to it. Let's have some fun with numbers. I mean, we're talking about 120 different camps and clinics and I believe around 14,000 yes. participants. That's a year. Okay, right? ser- yeah, that ser- was last year. Over that was 14, last 000. year. Serious question. How do you organize all of this and not lose your mind? <laughs> well, before I started, I had a full head of hair, you know, wavy locks, <laughs> Riley Nelson and I, you know. But, no, um, it's uh, – I have a great staff. You know, I have to have a lot of, of, of great support and uh, from, from within the athletic department and then also from students that we hire. BYU has phenomenal students, and we have great people, I, you know, during the summer, we have 20 students working within our office and then hundreds. Literally, we'll hire over 800 um, people as either guest coaches, trainers, or counselors. And so, so that's a large part of it. And, and just having done it so many times, you, you learn it. And, um, and we have connections with some of the top programs, Stanford, Ohio State, Penn State. All of those, you know, we have a little association. We talk, we share ideas, and, and we want to be the best and and that is our goal to really just like just like on the field football wants to be the best basketball gymnastics all those sports camps we want to be the premier program and and we are right there rubbing shoulders with all those elite elite schools in that regard i want some sports camps rankings does anyone do that um that's okay we're ranked number that's one a great question uh we've kind of shared information yeah. but uh like, you need a third party to do this. You would. You would need a third party. Yeah. But but if you just – when I've looked at the websites, when I've downloaded information, as far as number of camps, it all depends on how you measure it. But we are definitely top three in number and in participants and in that regard. Revenue would be hard to say because they don't publish those. But, but yes, we are top three in those. It's also – so there's the – your kid gets to participate and it's very fun. For those that are perhaps a little more competitive and want to get on the radar, this is an opportunity to meet the coaches and whatnot. I believe that BYU's first look at Jimmer Fredette was in a sports camp during the summer, perhaps. And football, I know they identify like Mm. junior day or whatever, uh, is a huge deal to get on the radar of the coaches if you're trying to get a scholarship here. Yes, it is. Um, you know, yes, Jimmer, we I actually tried to find the video. We have an old video. Of, yes, it's a commercial. Yes. It aired on BYU TV, and little Jimmer is yes, in it. He's no going, that's incredible. No going in yeah. for a layup. But, yes, Jimmer, um, you know, several athletes have been, have been at these camps. Taysom, all of those that you look at. Um, but, yes, the coaches will use it in, in a recruiting way, not, not so much sometimes as evaluating, but, yes, identifying. They see them when they come young. First look, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, they see a seventh grader on the basketball court. Hey, who is this? And, and Jen Rockwood, almost all of her 
team has come to camp, and she identifies them early and works with them and sees them other places, but she wants them in camp. She wants to see them, to associate, to see how they interact and on a more personal level. So, yes, if you look through our rosters, at least half of them have attended camps. Okay, so I think the question now is how how do people get involved if they aren't already involved along with the 14,000 last year? Yes, well, they they go to they can go to BYUcougars.com, look for the camps, or go to BYUsportsCamps.com and, and go right to our website, follow us on social media. We have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and in fact, you know, probably here at the end of school, we'll have a end of school promo, give out some, some coupon codes that people that are trying to make some last-minute decisions, they can get in there and, and do it those are those are great ways to to do it and hit us up we'll you know we love to a lot of camps are full but we have spots and it's a great thing and and if they come they get things like this right here and i brought some for you everyone oh, very nice okay it's a camp bag okay. a water bottle lanyard i even brought shirts uh, i figured you guys would like a shirt maybe a small oh, small uh, cheer shirt for you yeah <laughs> uh, i'm all about that yeah how about a cougarette shirt for you over there oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. national champions yes, oh, very yes. nice so, very nice the i'll wrap the so national champs yeah. Yeah. yeah let's cheer let's go this but they all they all leave with a cheap. sentence yeah cheer <laughs> <laughs> very nice beautiful yes so that's awesome i know my, my daughter venna is going to camp for the first time she's going to soccer and gymnastics so yeah. very very excited about it that'll be great okay awesome well let's have vince Sign the uh, flag. Absolutely, Vince. Would you okay. please sign, sign the flag? Our yes, Sailor love it. Flag. This is exciting. It'll be beautiful. When we auction this off, someone will be like, Vince Stroud, look at this. Awesome. Yeah, this will be great. Okay, thanks, Vince. All right, uh, coming up, if you like earned awards, you'll enjoy the baseball portion of the whip. And Jordan Leslie joins the cast of Hamilton. Kind of. <laughs> Not the uh, one you might be thinking of. This is BYU Sports Nation. I think it's very good. Welcome back. Shout out to today's guest, Luke Andrada. Might be the fastest guy on campus come June 21st. 4.38, 40. He's probably the fastest Woo! guy. And Vince Stroud, he controls all of the summer camps. 14,000 participants. That's, That's amazing. insane. Show's on demand via the podcast and the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. West Coast Conference Awards are out. Brock Hales, the player of the year. BYU's first since 05. Mike Littlewood is the coach of the year. BYU's first since 01. Brock Hale also named, not surprisingly, to the all-WCC first team along with his teammate, infielder Jackson Clough, outfielder Mitch McIntyre, and pitcher Easton Walker. Second teamers, catcher Noah Hill and infielder Brian Sue named honorable mention, while pitcher Reed McLaughlin was named to the all-WCC freshman team. Cougars overseas. Brandon Davies put up 16 points, 9 rebounds, and a 20-point victory for Zalgiris. Over Liet Cabellas in game one of the Lithuanian semifinals, game two tomorrow. Cougars in the CFL, eh? Former Cougar Jordan Leslie tweeting out that he will be joining the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League. Leslie previously played for the Salt Lake Stallions and the Cleveland Browns before the discontinuation of the AAF in regard to the Stallions. Now he's moving north of the border. Cougars in the minors. Monday, Jacob Hanneman pitched. He struck out the only batter he faced. What? For the AAA Iowa Cubs in a 5-2 loss to the New Orleans Baby Cakes. <laughs> Hanneman also reached twice prior to that with a hit and a walk. Now, by the time you get to AAA, I don't anticipate nicknames like Baby Cakes, but that, that's the thing. Oh, no. It's, it's minor league still, It's still open. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's the Albuquerque Isotopes. Come on. Also in AAA, Brennan Lund, one for three with a home run in a 10-7 Salt Lake Bees loss to the Sacramento Rivercats. 
Volleyball. Team USA and Libero Mary Lake beat Japan 3-1 earlier today in Bulgaria in the Volleyball Nations League, USA 2-0. Mary Lake apparently recorded an attempt. I have her uh, having not played. Mm. But uh, Mary Lake on the squad, 2-0. Okay. And now, Jerem, uh, a bit of a, a melancholy rise and shout-out to Shirley Johnson, who is a legend to BYU football, who passed away yesterday. Shirley was, and I quote Tom Homo, who tweeted the following, our dear friend and Lavelle's football secretary passed away today. She was a much-loved member of the BYU football family and assisted thousands of Cougars through the years. Many laughs, a few tears, and tons of happy memories, end quote from Tom Homo. Ty Demmer tweeted, such a great lady. It was like a mom for us players while we were in school. Always kept us in line. Going to Miss Shirley. She was the executive secretary for Lavelle Edwards forever, and then the subsequent head coaches after that, she had a role. Uh, she was a fan of the show. We took her some blue goggles, I believe, uh, two years ago. Yeah, she always paid attention to who we gave uh, our rise and shout-outs to and our shout-outs at the end of the program, too. She had emailed and said, hey, what about this person? What about this person? Yeah. So she was plugged in, and I know a lot of former players chimed in yesterday about uh, the role they played in their experience with BYU football. So, um, yeah, I was sad to hear of the uh, passing of Shirley Johnson. You know, we've been talking about uh, celebrity fans. Um, She's not in the limelight per se, but she could be a legitimate celebrity fan for BYU with how many lives she impacted. Like, you ask any football player about her in the Lavelle era, and they light up. Every single player knows all light up. Every single one, yes. She impacted every single one of them. Yeah, great stuff. Anyway, our thoughts and prayers with uh, Shirley Johnson's family. We loved her. We appreciated her. And uh, it was always fun to talk to her. And and she's a glutton for punishment because she put up with our show. Yeah, she watched the show. (laughs) Great stuff. And an impactful lady. Our question of the day, who would you like to be the BYU Drake at Borge Tire? Says, I really wish it was Russell M. Nelson. He's been courtside for a few basketball games. That's that's true. I I don't know how we feel about comparing uh, Drake and the Prophet, but uh, there we go. (laughs) We did it. Things I didn't think we'd do on this show. He continues, I'd love to see him at every game (laughs) and getting into it, but I think he's probably a little too busy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He, he's come and waved the towel, you know, uh-huh. other L. Tom Perry uh, before he passed away That's would great. come wave the towel. I'm like, oh, man, I'm feeling something yes. right now. Yes. Let's go. Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort celebrating 50 years at Twiggy or Stone. We've already seen Chris Pratt in some BYU gear. True. So he could be a good choice. While we're at it, we can just grab the rest of the Avengers. Hey, might as well. Can you imagine Chris I, Pratt courtside? I want Wilford Brimley, though. I like that. Sorry to Dennis Pitta. We ran out of Quaker Oats. Conversation <laughs> continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use hashtag BYU. Oh, for Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to the Shirley Johnson family and Kurt Gavea. We'll see you tomorrow for BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern. Go Cougs. Diabetes.